0: Folks, welcome into the Orange and Brown Report Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Mueller. You can always get a hold of me on Twitter at Jared K Mueller. That's at J-A-R-E-D. K-M-U-E-L-L-E-R, and folks, it is game day, and normally we don't do a lot of game day preview type things, just because in a lot of ways, uh, normally Monday 1 o'clock, or Sunday 1 o'clock games, or even the 4 o'clock games, you guys have had your Sundays kind of planned out, you're gonna go do a church service, or you're gonna do this, you're gonna shop, or you're gonna do whatever, and you've already kind of done your reading, and you've been on the OBR.com all week, you've been talking to each other on the forums, that's a great place, again, Browns Community is what the OBR is built on. Uh, and we have the honor of covering it. But uh, today with Sunday Night Football. And my schedule all kind of messed up after Monday Night Football. uh, I think it's a good time to do a preview and see if you know it it hits for you guys, if it resonates, uh, if it's a good time to do that. Uh, So we'll we'll do that and see kind of what happens. Obviously, it's just Sunday, so you only have like I don't know twelve hours to listen to this. So make sure you share with everybody else before I jump into it. Again, uh, part of Blue Wire Podcast Network. I got to share with you about Indeed. Twenty Twenty has already reshaped how we worked. It's almost over, folks. We're getting there. Yay! Hopefully that. Also means 2021 is better. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient. It means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resume on Indeed match your job criteria and you can contact them them the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. All right, folks, so we're getting into uh, the Browns versus the New York Giants. And the first thing, obviously, is we need to talk about injuries. Let's talk about the Browns, and then we'll go up to... The uh, Giants and kind of see where we're at. We know there are some questionable players uh, and some players that are out. So let's talk about it. So first, Wyatt Teller and Andrew Sendejo out um, obviously Teller is going to be the big name and some of you might be cheering the Sendeo. not that you want him to be injured but that he's not playing uh, so Teller I think is going to be really really important we'll talk a little bit about the Giants what they're good at what they're not good at here in a second uh, I think Teller is really important that defensive line for the Giants has a bunch of big strong dudes Like that's that's who they are uh, with uh, Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams uh, and those, and there's one other guy that's uh, kind of a bigger name uh, Dalvin Tomlinson I believe um, that's what happens when it's uh, Sunday morning we're just trying to knock this out and but Wyatt Teller's ability to play strong in the middle is going to be something that is going to be missed Chris Hubbard has has his gifts has his abilities his flexibility has been huge I wrote about it on the OBR months and months ago that uh Andrew Barry's uh, renegotiation of his contract could be one of the biggest moves outside of you know the biggies like you know drafting Jedrick Wills and all that, Um, one of the kind of that underrated move, Hubbard's ability, I think this will be his third position played for the Browns this year, his ability to step in and be okay. Right? He's not going to be used for you know, all season or expected to be a starter, but his ability to come in and play okay is huge. It's actually what got him the big contract in Cleveland in the first place was his ability to come in in Pittsburgh and play okay. But I think against the bigger, stronger uh, Giants defensive line, I do have some concerns about Teller. That defensive line is, uh, or the loss of Teller and with Hubbard, that defensive line is legit. It is a very talented defensive line. It's a very strong defensive line. And so I want to, it's really going to be interesting to watch what the Browns do to try to counteract both the loss of Teller but also the, the Giants' defensive strength being their defensive line and, and the big dudes up there uh, maybe not getting after the passer so much uh, but definitely setting the line of scrimmage, uh, not getting moved off, those kind of things with also a little bit of ability to rust the passer. With Sandejo, we have to be really honest. While Sandejo may not be good and he may frustrate many of you all the time, the reality is, is he does help get the defense in the right position. And if you trust this Browns coaching staff, and again, that's a, that's a question, right? There's a lot of reasons to do it. But if you trust this Browns coaching staff, they have told you all year long that Sendejo is their best option at free safety. Now, that's obviously telling about the depth. They didn't expect to lose Delpit. Uh, they were, you know, Ronnie Harrison being out. Like, all there's a lot of missing pieces there. But they've been telling you all year long that Andrew Sendejo is their best option at free safety. Now, if you don't trust them, that's fine. If you think there's some other motivation for it, that's fine. But that should be something that calls into question Joe Woods, Kevin Stefanski, uh, and even a little bit Andrew Berry, because I'm sure there's some involvement from the front office because they are aligned. Andrew Sendejo has been their best free safety. Not only that, you then start to hit on your depth, right? So Sheldrick Wedwine is most likely going to start. Tedrick Thompson hasn't been there that long, and there's a lot of stuff going on there. Ronnie Harrison took a while to get ready to play. So will he be ready right away? And then you're talking about your um, kickoff coverage unit then where Redwine and others and just general depth is all of a sudden hit. So who being out, while some fans might be okay with it, the Browns have told you all season long he is their best player. He just is. Right? And so uh, at free safety, which is a sad statement, but we have to be really honest about it. So there can be some concerns there. Look for coverage units, see if there's any misses there, uh, and then just general depth, right? So they're Tedrick Thompson would be their second free safety, uh, you know. Woods we wants to play three, so having uh, Sendehu out, obviously with Ward returning, that's very helpful for the secondary in general. But you know, cornerback and safety are different positions, so we'll see how that plays out. And then for the Giants, uh, it looks like Daniel Jones will not start. He may be available, uh, so that'll be really interesting if they get behind or something happens to Colt McCoy. If they're willing to risk their franchise quarterback, and listen, I don't understand medical, but for me, if if my franchise quarterback is not able to start, I am not making him active. Like, that is a risk I'm not willing to take. If he's able to be active, he's going to start. Like, I don't understand this. This doesn't make any sense to me when any team does it and again maybe I'm missing something maybe from a medical perspective maybe it's about usage right so if he only has to play a half it's better He, you know he's less risky then or you know if he only has to come in for a couple of plays uh, then then they're less risking his hamstring and all that stuff I don't know but for me if he's my franchise guy he's either starting or he's inactive uh, if it's injury related like that's just how I'm going to roll things so uh, my guess is, is we're going to see him you know, it's going to be one of those Brownsian type stories where he can lead this kind of comeback and they'll still, still fall short, uh, but it'll, it'll feel like a Brownsian type story. And then um, obviously James Bradbury being out, their top cornerback is going to be huge. Uh, while their defensive line has been their strength, their secondary has not been as strong. Uh, and then uh, Darnay Holmes, which is another starter, uh, is also out. So they're missing basically their top two or two of their top three cornerbacks, which I think is going to be huge for the passing game today uh Kevin Zeitler is questionable uh then tight end Caden Smith and Evan Ingram are also questionable Ingram is one of their best playmakers on offense so uh he will be someone that uh, would be sorely missed he's probably going to play uh but we got to keep an eye on calf we know from uh from Wyatt Teller's experience, calves can always be problematic. Caden Smith with a knee. So there's a lot of injuries uh, to important players on the Giants, whereas the Browns are losing their starting right guard, which is important. Uh, they're starting free safety, which could be important, even though he wasn't playing very well. For the Giants, it's starting quarterback, starting right guard, starting tight end and maybe best weapon, a backup tight end, and then two of their top three or two of their top two cornerbacks. So a lot of top end players out for the giants could really make this game less interesting than we're making it out to be but listen as browns fans and browns media we know what it's like right so we we know we we're used to expecting the worst we're you know so i do appreciate that browns fans are always looking like well listen i know it's the giants i know it's the jets but they could lose these games because of this, that, and the other. And in this case, uh, we're going to talk about what the Giants do well and what they don't do well, generally speaking, on offensive defense. But first, let's talk about Pepsi. Listen, we got a Sunday night football game tonight, so we might need some Pepsi, a little extra. Thanks to natural uh, lack of natural athleticism, lack of commitment, lack of over sports parents, lack of millions of dollars, fewer than 1% or 1% of 1% of people ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football. Watchers, this football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for the game. No matter how you watch, like tonight, I'm guessing some of you are planning a nap. That's why I got up a little early today. Uh, I was up about five forty-five, six o'clock, so that way I made sure I got a good nap in probably not going to happen because I don't have self-control, but uh, Pepsi is here for you uh, for when you need it from before your nap, after your nap, and throughout the game. Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through any game day because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Pepsi, made for football watching. So, as we look at the Giants team, it's very easy uh, to kind of overlook a lot of things uh, because they're not very good, right? I know that sounds overly simplified. The the Giants have not been very good, but uh, have been able to pull out wins. And I think that's the reality is one of the reasons Browns fans have been like, wait, what's happening here is, you know, the Giants, you know, pulled off, reeled off a few wins in a row, put themselves back in the playoff picture just because you know NFC East is the NFC least but the Browns have an opportunity to sweep their division so so if they get this win today the Browns would have swept the NFC East and the AFC South how cool is that right like that's that's interesting it's fun um that the Browns you know have that opportunity so they've obviously beaten the Eagles the Cowboys and Washington And then the AFC South, the Texans, the Titans, the Colts, and the Jaguars. So uh, they can get eight of their wins out of those two divisions. Not that those are the best divisions in the league, but those Titans and those uh, Colts wins look pretty good. So looking at the Giants, they are second to last in total yards per game on offense. Uh, So they're just above the Giants. They are third in passing offense. What's really interesting is down here, squeezed in between the Giants and the Jets are the Baltimore Ravens. So um, the Ravens have only 168 yards passing per game. The Giants have 183, and then at the bottom is 166 for the Jets. So um, with the Browns really struggling against the pass and the run at times, Weirdly enough, not weirdly enough, they've been better against the run most of the year, even though it doesn't feel like it at times, uh, than they have the pass, um, which we saw against the Titans. When the Titans started opening it up, it was a different ball game, and and then on offense, the Giants... Um, actually are really kind of middle of the pack when it comes to running the ball, 116.5 yards per game. Uh, They're really right there kind of in the middle of the NFL um, along with the Broncos, the Colts, the Chiefs, the Chargers, a lot of those kind of teams. I think it's really interesting that the, the Giants stay in that range, despite, you know, a lot of losses because many times teams that are losing need to throw the ball to make up for it. And then given all of their lack of passing and kind of the middling Um, running game again middle of the pack Uh, they are second to last in points per game just above the the Jets and just below the Bengals at 18.3 so um, the Browns really have a, a need to load up against the run and hope that Ward and Johnson and Terrence Mitchell uh, and those guys, Carl Joseph, can can really defend the pass, right? And, and that the linebackers can react quickly to Evan Ingram, uh, Golden Tate, all those kind of guys, uh, but really focus on stopping the run, given that that's where the Giants' offense has had its most success uh, in the 2020 season. Flipping over to the defensive side of the ball, um the Giants are actually a, a pretty good defense. So they are top ten in total yards per game. Um where they can um struggle just a little bit, comparatively speaking, is against the pass. So this is where I think the Browns are really gonna try to take advantage of a passing offense today is uh the Giants are two hundred and forty one yards per game against the pass, uh, for reference point. The Browns are two forty nine, so just a little bit below that. Um both kind of in the Bottom half of the NFL against the pass, so I think that's where the Browns are really going to try to to make their money, make their mark is going to be in the passing game. That doesn't mean they won't run the ball and play action and all that stuff, but the Giants are top ten against the run, so they are two, four, six, uh, two, four, six, seventh against the run, uh, giving up only 101 yards, 101.5 to be exact per game. Um, so they are just. Behind the Steelers at 100.9, and then there are five teams that give up less than 100 yards rushing per game. And again, the Giants are just a little bit worse than that at 101.5. Again, for reference point, the Browns are 114.1, which is right there, kind of in the middle of the league. Uh, But it's interesting when they when they're When they get up, teams have to throw the ball against them. Uh, Is one of the reasons they're better against the run. Uh, There's lots of different reasons there. Um, But again, it's going to be a little bit tougher sledding for the run game today. So the Browns may have to air it out a little bit. Uh, One of the things I need to do is look at the weather, which I haven't done yet. So I apologize for not being prepared for that uh, up in the New York area, uh, East Rutherford, officially. Um, so weather can play a role uh, up up there in the Northeast. I know they got pounded by snow uh, recently, but um, let's look at what it says for tonight. We're looking at just a 33 degree, 34 degree, 33, 32, 31. So uh, nothing too terrible, 10% chance of rain, no wind, all of that. So I don't think the weather is going to play a huge role, which should allow the Browns passing attack to play uh, a big role in, in today's game, tonight's game, uh, which I have predicted that the Cleveland Browns would win. Uh, I believe that's uh, what we should expect out of this game uh, doesn't always happen the way that we want it to, but I expect that the Cleveland Browns should win today's game. Uh, my game day prediction on the OBR.com, which you can see, just go to the OBR.com. It is uh, the second story in the marquee. Uh, I have the Browns 31, the Giants 24. I think Colt McCoy and Freddie Kitchens uh, can can make enough, little bit of magic. I think Jabril Peppers could be a uh, an X factor in the game. Uh, as especially now without weather. I was going to have weather as one of the possible X factors. But in the end, I think the Browns do enough on defense with Denzel returning, uh, their defensive line able to make some plays, and with the limitations of the Giants' offense to really, uh, I think 24 is, is going to be due to some sloppy play by the Browns and some luck plays uh, or some trick plays by Freddie Kitchens. So get a hold of me on Twitter at Jared K Mueller J A R E D K M U E L L E R and we can talk about it today. Uh, I'll be helping my wife out with some baking and some of those kind of things for the holidays, as well as just her bakery. I'm you know just trying to be helpful as with the business today so I'll be in and out of social media Um, so please get a hold of me there Uh, and then let's talk during the game OBR subscribers um, we will have a forum for you make sure you check that out we can chat with Barry myself uh, Cody's normally in there Jake's sometimes in there most of the time in there Uh, a few of the other guys can be in there at different times so make sure you check that out as we enjoy Sunday night football, and then I will be back with you either Sunday night late going into Monday morning or sometime on Monday to review what we hope is a Cleveland Browns win and one step closer to the playoffs, a 11-5 or 12-4 and season is in the making for your Cleveland Browns, and I hope you're excited for it. And if you're excited and football going on and you wanted something else to pay attention to, maybe you're out of your fantasy football league playoff or whatever, uh, go to Online. Uh, football is back in full swing. You may not be at a game this year. Maybe you traveled up to New York. I don't know. Uh, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all their great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word, bet online your online sportsbook experts folks thanks for stopping by on this sunday i hope you are enjoying your day hope you're getting stuff done getting some shopping whatever you need to do before the cleveland browns face off with the new york giants up in new jersey enjoy your day take care of yourself take care of others and go browns